No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Let's go. joining us a little false start a couple of little false starts but here we are you know why because we don't quit baby we don't quit motherfucker we're doing a show we're bringing you a show we're doing a goddamn show i sat down in this chair we're gonna do we're gonna get this shit out let's fuck this pig let's kick this chicken let's kick this chicken and fuck the pig ladies and gentlemen here on a wednesday night your recommended drink, as always, cheap box wine. Your recommended snack, bland brand, no-name crackers. This is the official Wine and Crackers broadcast here on DLive. Thank you so much for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's an absolute pleasure to be with you once again. I am Boogie Arpy, your host, hopefully for the next couple of hours or so. We'll see how we go, but man, oh man. First of all, thank you very much. Apologies for the late start. It was, it was nothing to do with me. It was out of my hands. Server issues, it happens from time to time. Sometimes certain websites won't let you connect to certain servers and certain places won't let you connect to certain websites. And blah, 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 blah. So it took about 20 minutes, but to, well, it took about 10 minutes of just refreshing, refreshing. That didn't work. So then I had to go in and basically wipe all of my settings and start again, reload all of the channels into Restream and change servers. And we got there in the end. But here we are. Enough of that. Better late than never doesn't work on this show, as you know. So I will write up a note and I'll put it out for you. <laughs> Just so everybody's accounted for. Everybody's fine and everybody's accounted for. JJ Stoner, ladies and <laughs> Thank you, JJ. Follow JJ Stoner, by the way. DLive.tv slash JJ Stoner for the light bill. 07 to you, too. You don't like my lighting? What's wrong with the lighting? What are you talking about? So glad you could join us for your show. <laughs> Thank you, Amberlina, for the diamond. <laughs> Thank you, KB, with the diamond, ladies and gentlemen. So much to get through, so little time. Uh, I do have some very confronting news to bring you, first of all. Don't worry, I've got a whole bunch of stuff. And apologies once again for starting late. But I do have some very confronting news that I'm not sure if you're aware of or not. Or... But it seems that our little, our, little content, our little content cow, our little puppy that we've been playing with for the last couple of weeks, Chaz, it seems like... It may be coming to an end. <gasps> and I thought it was going to last forever. I thought Chaz was going to be here forever. Remember they were talking about plans for the future? Remember all the people who were very excited that Chaz may grow out of Seattle and start going to other cities, not just in the United States, but around the Western world, ladies and gentlemen. Remember the shining example of Chaz. <laughs> Lady Fritz in the chat. No! <laughs> the shining example that Chaz was. Remember, the New York Times referred to it as a, what was it? The Mecca of Racial Equality in Chaz. So it looks as though things may be winding up and coming to an end. Thank you for joining us. If you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show, ladies and gentlemen, then please, by all means, head to patreon.com slash bumper. Become a subscriber by hitting that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course... If you would like to mourn the end, the potential end of Chaz, 
then you can do so by following me on Twitter at Boogie Bumper. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, let's get into it, shall we? Seattle will move to dismantle Chaz's occupied protest zone, Mayor says. Thank you for the diamond, Gypsy. Where did you steal the diamond, Gypsy? Who did you steal the diamond from, Gypsy? This is very sad for me. I've become a fan of Chaz. I mean, it's funny when you when you do a show, like when you do more than one show a week or something, like when you have like regular back-to-back shows. So for like the last month or five or six weeks, I think we've been doing like four shows a week. It's two hours a show, that's eight hours a week. When you start to run a little dry on current events, Chaz has been there. <laughs> We could just whack Chaz into the Google machine and something will come up and be like, oh, this will be fun. We can cover Chaz. There's so much going on in Chaz. So if Chaz goes, like a big, a part of our hearts here in the content creator community, a part of our hearts will go with it. We may never be the same again, at least until the next Chaz. No, of course, I'm, I'm lying to you. That's not true. We know what's going to happen. People are going to continue to go insane at an increasing rate. So there's always going to be plenty of things for us to talk about because people aren't getting any better. People aren't getting smarter. The world isn't getting any less crazy. In fact, it's just getting worse. So I'm very thankful. As somebody who's long given up hope that anything good can come out of this and we're all pretty much doomed anyway, may as well enjoy the ride, man. But anyway, Back to the price of fish. Jenny Durkin. Durkin. See, they miss. Uh, is Chaz going to be renamed Durkin Durkin Stan? When Jenny rolls in there with the cops, with the fascists, with the bootlicks, with the with the jackboots, with the riot squad. Huh? 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 Those murdering racists. Basically the KKK. As we all know, the police. Jenny Durkin says police will return to precinct where hundreds have gathered daily. Ladies and gentlemen. Seattle officials announced on Monday that they would begin to dismantle the six blocks of occupied streets known as the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, or CHAZ, following two shootings at the site in 48 hours. That's now become three shootings. There was another one last night. I don't know if you're aware of it or not. (laughs) People are getting popped left, right and centre in CHAZ. It's time for people to go home. This is the mayor. It's time for us to restore Cal Anderson and Capitol Hill so it can be a vibrant part of the community. Ah, no, no, no. It, excuse me, Mayor, Mayor Fascist, it already is a vibrant part of the community. Look how vibrant things are in Chaz right now. What the hell is wrong with this Mayor? Remember last week, the, only last week, the Mayor was saying that this is not a problem. It's basically a block party. We've had city officials down there talking with the people in Chaz. We're all very excited. Everything's fine. Everyone's protected. Everyone's doing well. Do you remember that? We played the fucking press conference on this show. Well, we've had the we've had the uh, the minister for fucking what was it like gas and electrical or whatever it was. We've had them down there in Chaz since six o'clock this morning talking to people. Everybody's protected. Everybody's being looked after as they're wheeling the body bags out the side gate. As the police chief says, like, quote, another press conference we played, people are getting raped and we can't get there. (laughs) The The mayor was saying, everything's fine, everything's good. Don't worry about it. So I don't know what has caused this most recent turn for the mayor of Seattle to, you know, like I said, embrace the fash 
But apparently now she's a fascist and a racist and a bigot, and she hates peaceful protests. Durkin said Seattle will uh, Seattle police will be returning to the East Precinct, the site they abandoned after their, a series of clashes between protesters and law enforcement. Uh, again, to quote the police chief from Chaz, they abandoned the site after they were, quote, being yelled at. <laughs> oh, no. Winning TV with a diamond. Follow Winning TV, ladies and gentlemen. DLive.tv slash Winning TV. Oh, no. She's ending the summer of love. It would appear so. It would appear so. But here's here's a question, right? A genuine question. What are you going to do with the people in Chaz who refuse to leave? I hope, I hope, I sincerely hope that the mayor of Seattle, when dealing with the people in Chaz who do not want to leave Chaz, I sincerely hope that the mayor of Seattle, after providing such a moral example, example for everybody else to follow, and after criticising people like the president, for example, for their heavy-handed tactics and fear-mongering, I sincerely hope that the mayor of Seattle isn't going to instruct police to use, say, force to remove people from Chaz, because that would be very, very Donald Trump-like. So when you have people in Chaz who refuse to be moved by the police... One can only assume, what, are they going to coax them out with treats, maybe? Maybe pay them to leave? Because, as you all know, the use of force against peaceful protesters is only something that the racists would do. And not a very progressive, very forward-thinking, very respectful, empathetic mayor like Jenny Durkin Durkinstan. She would never do something like that. She would never, ever, ever forcibly remove people from a peaceful protest. She would never instruct the police to use methods like tear gas and rubber pellets, for example. Because that would be police state stuff that she, Jenny Durkin, is very much against. So I'm looking forward to seeing how they weighed up the, you know, that situation. What are you going to do with the people in Chaz who don't want to leave, Jenny? Seems tough. Sucks to be you. Early on Tuesday morning, police reported another shooting. This one near the protest area, a man in his 30s was shot in a calf and transported by medics to a nearby hospital, but officers said in a police blog that he did not provide information on what happened. What happens in Chaz stays in Chaz. <laughs> I think that's the message here. There were also reports of gunshots inside Chaz, but officials have not reported any other victims. Lucky for them. Otherwise, that may get the tongues clicking. The decision comes about two weeks after a section of Seattle neighbourhood of Capitol Hill was occupied by protesters as self-proclaimed police-free zone. That's really working out. It's really working out well for them. We've only had three shootings in a week. What about the community garden boogie? Very good question from Foggy. Perhaps uh, the good Mayor Durkin can maybe uh, appoint somebody from Chaz to remain back as a caretaker for the community garden, maybe? I wouldn't want to see the community garden be torn up because it was made on uh, public grounds, right? That would be most unfortunate. Perhaps the government can employ somebody. Maybe it will become like the Chaz Memorial Garden. Maybe that'll be part of the bargaining. How about this? How about all of you leave Chaz and in exchange we will keep and protect the garden 
we will make the garden a heritage site so then every year people can make the pilgrimage to Chaz and you know spread a little bit of manure around on the garden maybe prune a couple of weeds out of the garden maybe get yourself a tomato or whatever the fuck they grow in there I'm not sure what they grow if I was in here's a tip for the Chazistinis Chazistinis uh, Swiss chard is your friend very easy to grow uh, you can cook it, boil it up it's very easy to cook it, it, you can trim the leaves and they grow back very quickly so Swiss chard will feed people for a while don't waste your time with tomatoes and shit too hard too difficult especially when I assume most of Chaz has absolutely no farming experience whatsoever <laughs> it's a little tomatoes are a little more complicated than just throwing seeds in the ground you see but Swiss chard will grow anywhere it's easy so yeah maybe we can turn it into a memorial garden and every year you know uh, protesters and young empathetic go-getters who want racial equality can head to Chaz line up spread a bit of shit around on the garden maybe turn a, turn a little bit of soil here and there do your part to protect the memorial garden of Chaz in the remembrance of the victims of Chaz who were supporters of Chaz sounds like a good idea to me Hundreds of protesters have faithfully gathered, gathered there each day and night, filling the area with free food and community gardens and holding speeches and teach-ins, ladies and gentlemen. Although it had been largely peaceful, that changed over the weekend. This is what happens in weekends in Chaz. You know, when you get to the weekend in Chaz, all of a sudden the spoilt upper middle class rich white kids holding each other's hands while they take turns pretending to be gardeners at the community garden and talking about things like equality and justice uh they soon find themselves in a very different atmosphere when other people in chaz other occupants in chaz perhaps start hitting the bottle at about three o'clock in the afternoon thank you for coming <laughs> thank you for coming I'll see you in <clears throat> ted dabrowski ladies and gentlemen uh my comrade my polack col uh, comrade Comrade on the common discourse, give Ted Dabrowski a follow. Just join us in the chat and do life. So when perhaps other people, other demographics in the great nation of Chaz start hitting the hitting the source at about three o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday, uh, Chaz becomes a very different place very quickly by, say, midnight on Friday or 2 a.m. on Saturday morning when it's alleged that various shootings took place. <laughs> And with no police there to enforce things like, you know, uh, public drunken disorderly and all of those kinds of awful fucking laws, which I really particularly don't like. Um, but, hey, you know, what happens in Chaz stays in Chaz. Officers responding to the shooting on Saturday have said they were met by a violent crowd that prevented officers' safe access to the victims. According to the police blog, in an officer's body camera footage, police can be heard telling people at the protest zone to move out of the way so they can get to the victim while protesters repeatedly tell them the victim is already gone. He's gone, bro. There is no victim. Victim? What are you talking about? <laughs> Dan's not says they're doing more than hitting the source. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to snitch on anybody trying to have a good time, especially in Chaz, the great nation of Chaz. <clears throat> During the press conference on Monday, the Seattle police chief, Carmen Best, said that while there had been countless people protesting peacefully, there had also been, quote, shootings, a rape, assaults, burglary, arson, and property destruction. <laughs> <laughs> the hell is going on in Chaz? 
Chaz is going to hell in a handbasket. You know, once upon a chi- once upon a time, Chaz was a very nice place to live. These days, once we let certain people move in, if you know what I mean, it's all gone downhill very quickly. When asked what officials will do if people don't voluntarily leave the area, this is what we were asking before. Durkin said they plan to use a range of techniques, including working with... Bl- <laughs> this is this is how a progressive mayor answers a straight question with an otherwise with a very not straight answer. Okay, we asked the question: What are you going to do with the people in Chaz who don't want to leave? Are you going to use things like you know tear gas and rubber pellets and stuff, the kind of thing that you say is evil and wrong and whatnot? So, when asked what officials will do if people don't voluntarily leave the area, this is what Jenny Durkin had to say. Have a listen to this fucking... Have a listen to this tongue-swelling fucking mouthful of shit coming out of this woman's mouth. Durkin said they plan to use a range of techniques, including working with black-led organisations to communicate with people in the zone, offering outreach to those who are homeless. (laughs) Okay. Um, <laughs> wait. So the people who are in Chaz right now, who are going to refuse to leave Chaz, how do you plan to deal with them? Well, we'll be working with black-led organisations who are offering outreach programs to homeless people. Um, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Holy shit! Real person PLTCS, the old comrade from Trust and Verify, James R. Thank you so much. Very, very generous of you. Donation for the startup cost of Chaz Oz. No, no, no. We don't need Chaz, James. Uh, give James a follow, by the way. Uh, DLive.tv slash real person PLTCS. He's on randomly at night uh, through the week and then on Friday nights and Saturday nights. The startup cost of Chaz Oz. No, we've already got our country here. We're 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 in my we're a micro nation. This is Boogie Stan. We've even got a flag and everything. Check it out. <laughs> welcome to Boogie Stan. Welcome to Boogie Stan, James. <laughs> but see, Boogie Stan is not a democracy. I am king. I am King Boogie Bumper of Boogie Stan. Uh, Kimmy is the court jester. Other people are nominating for their own roles within Boogie Stand. JJ Stoner is the Minister for Agriculture, <laughs> obviously, and Recreation. We're going to tag that onto him as well. So we are filling positions. In Boogie Stand, you can basically do whatever you like, except when you get to the parking lot of your local supermarket. That's the only place where fascism applies. Because as you know, like, you know, I'm, a, I'm very libertarian-minded. I'm a very live-and-let-live kind of guy. I want you to be free and happy and pursue happiness in whatever means you see fit. You do you, man, and I'll do me. But when we get to the parking lot of the local uh, supermarket, you better be parking in those lines, otherwise you will be dragged away by men in black coats and fucking dealt with. Brutally. (laughs) We do not tolerate any kind of insubordination in the parking lots of Boogie Stand. Other than that, do whatever the hell you want. (laughs) Back to Chaz, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for doing By the way, real person, PLTCS. Co-host for a long time on Trust and Verify. Some good times there. Uh, Sharma Sawant, a socialist city councilwoman, has pushed for the precinct to be turned over permanently into community control. <laughs> please let... Please, God! Please, God, let it happen. Please, God, let it happen. 
Am I the only one? <laughs> Coffee talk with Sandra with the diamond says, Boogie with an evening shadow. Yum. No, it's not. I feel like a hobo. Right after the show tonight, I'm going to shave. I like a fresh, clean look. I feel like a bum. Uh, <laughs> thank you for the diamond. Coffee talk with Sandra. And follow Coffee Talk with Sandra, by the way. DLive.tv slash Coffee Talk with Sandra. That sentence again. Sharma Sawant. <laughs> There you go. Winning TV has now anointed himself the Minister of Cart Patrols. I have zero tolerance as Minister of Cart Patrols. There you go. Exactly why I'm going to hire you for the job, Phil. Welcome aboard. It's a very it's it's the it's the only the only job in Boogie Stan we actually care about is patrolling those parking lots. <laughs> Thank you for the diamond coffee talk with Sandra. Have a listen again. Listen to this one more time. God, I want this to happen so bad. Am I the only one? Sharma Sawant, a socialist city councilwoman, has pushed for the precinct to be turned over permanently into community control. A permanent chaz, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yes. Makes my nipples hard just thinking about it. Come on. Imagine chaz 24-7, 365 days a fucking year. Please let it happen. God. If you're a Seattle resident and you believe in racial equality, back this woman. Elect this woman mayor right now, immediately. Have a call back, get the current mayor. Jenny Durkin's basically a fascist. Jenny Durkin is going to send in the police to break up the peaceful protest. Are you aware of that? Are you aware of what a fascist she is? Hmm? She's not even a real progressive, bro. She doesn't even believe in the movement. She's going to send the police in there with their rubber bullets and their tear gas and she's going to break up your little fucking happy hippie zone, my man. So you need to get rid of her before she gets rid of you. Elect a real progressive, Sharma Sawant, who wants the area permanently turned over to community control. The way it should be. She recently announced on Twitter that she would be introducing legislation to convert the East Precinct into a community centre for restorative, restorative justice. <laughs> now, you can take a guess at what restorative justice means. I'm not going to try. I'm not going to attempt that. So there's a little video that comes along with this article, ladies and gentlemen. It's called Inside Chaz, Seattle's Police-Free Zone. We're proving the world can change. So I'm sure it's going to be a very objective, very unbiased look at what's happening in Chaz. Considering that it's on the Guardian website and it's called We're Proving the World Can Change. <laughs> yeah, for the worse, I think a lot of people would say. But let's have a look. Let's give them a chance. You never know. Maybe we've had the wrong idea about Chaz all along. Maybe Chaz really is a special place. So let's let's see this. We're not we're not fighting the military. We're not trying to secede from the United States. Oh. If we do, then we're losing all the progress we're actually trying to make. Yeah, so much progress. <laughs> There's so much progress in Chaz. I mean, that graffiti on the on the windows of the privately owned businesses it didn't oh, spray paint itself. I'm rambling. <laughs> Andrew Jackson with a tip. I feel like Field Marshal of Racisms would That's be the perfect good. fit for me. If the position is open, of course. Ready for duty, sir. Holy shit! Sunday Night Shit Show with the Ninja Gini. 
Uh, follow Sunday Night Shit Show, by the way. DLive.tv slash Sunday Night Shit Show, ladies and gentlemen, with Frozen Asian and Spit D. As my first action of Minister of Multicultural Affairs, I say no more purple people. Well, that's a good start. That's a good start. Andrew Jackson with a tip over on YouTube, the best moderator on the interwebs, ladies and gentlemen, says, I feel like Field Marshal. Field Marshal. Very good. <laughs> Not General. No, no. He went Field Marshal. Full Field Marshal. Field Marshal Jackson of Field Marshal of Racisms would be a perfect fit for me if the position is open, of course, ready for duty, sir. I say to you, Field Marshal Jackson, welcome aboard. You are now the Field Marshal of Racisms. All of the isms. You can have all of the isms if you want, not just the racisms. Steal a line from uh, Jesse. You can have the racisms, the homophobia isms, the Islamophobia isms. <laughs> you can have all the isms. All right. What, what, what's happening in Chaz? We're worried about losing all the progress we've made in Chaz, apparently. Like I said, those bricks didn't those bricks aren't gonna throw themselves. Those those kids aren't gonna rape themselves. Those victims aren't gonna shoot themselves. Well, maybe they will if they're forced to live in Chaz long enough, but you know, that's yet to be seen. Let's see all the progress happening in the wonderful the People's Democratic Republic of Chaz. <laughs> Fighting the military. We're not trying to secede from the United States. If we do, then we're losing all the progress we're actually trying to make. Look at the progress here. Ah, uh, look, oh, look at this, look at this. I love the writing. The Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone was set up after police abandoned their precinct following clashes. <laughs> no, 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 no. The people in Chaz uh, attempted to force the police out. Like, it's not like it was just like some passive thing. Like the police just decided one day, oh, we're just going to leave. <laughs> they just decided to abandon us. <laughs> in jazz. So we had to make our own community. Oh, okay. <laughs> Love plus rage, ladies and gentlemen, on the upside down American flag. And pardon me, correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't flying the flag upside down represent that the place has been conquered? Word smarter with the diamond blast from the past says, I stole my diamond from Gypsy. Well, thank you for stealing your diamond from Gypsy. But we still don't know where Gypsy stole her diamonds from. Fair did you steal the diamond, Gypsy? Who did you steal the diamond from, Gypsy? Because now people are stealing them from you. Yeah, so is, doesn't the upside down flag represent uh, you've been conquered, right? Like, wouldn't they, is that what they would do? Maybe my memory's wrong, but I think that's what they would do like during the Civil War and stuff if they took like the enemy's fort they would fly the flag upside down. Is that right? Or am I, am I missing something here? We're not trying to conquer. We're not trying to create our own space. We're not trying to secede from the government. No, it's distress, is it? Okay, well, apparently the people of Chaz are in distress <laughs> because they're flying the flag upside down. Uh, my name's Noah. This is my first day manning the uh, daytime barricade. I ran the uh, nighttime barricade. We are not. I wonder why uh, our friend here was moved on from the nighttime barricade to the daytime barricade. <laughs> why do you think this chap, this chap was working the night shift at the barricade of Chaz? And he's now telling us, which is very, it's very appropriate because you see at nighttime, you can't see all of the wonderful popping colours on that face mask he has there. That would be a terrible waste to let that kind of fashion sense go unseen. 
So he's been moved on from the night shift guarding the barricade to the day shift. I wonder why that is. It's a very intimidating boy, isn't he? <laughs> I wonder if he always works the barricade at Chaz or if he just so happened to be rostered on on this particular day when they knew that the cameras from the Guardian would be there. Just a hunch. Just a question. Do you think he's always working, you know, security <laughs> at Chaz, this chap, this fella? This heaving pile of hot man chicken? Do you think he's normally... Work in the barricades? Do you reckon he's normally on crowd control at Chaz? <laughs> or did he just happen to be rostered on, you know, completely coincidentally on that particular day when the cameras were going to be showing up? I'll let you be the judge. At all, really, like, how people are saying we don't stop anyone from coming in. We don't, you know, pat people down. We just... <laughs> now... <laughs> I love this because he's like, we don't stop anybody from coming in. Directly behind him is a sign that says no cops. <laughs> Yo, it's like, there's like so much, there's like so much misinformation about what we're trying to do here, bro. It's like, you know, like with this really is like just a fucking community led fucking organization, you know. Uh, we're very opening. We're very welcoming. Uh, like, there's a lot of, like, bullshit. I'm going to say bullshit reporting. Can I swear? I'm sorry. I don't mean to fucking swear, man. There's a lot of, like, bullshit reporting out there by the, the right-wingers and, like, the fascists who say that, like, we're we're closed off and stuff. Like, I'm, I'm here to tell you, man, that couldn't be further from the truth, bro. We just, like, let everybody in, man. No fucking cops. <laughs> what about the police? Yeah, but they ain't human, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're... <laughs> Just let people come in and just be who they want to be. Just be. Just be who you... You can be who you want to be in the great nation of Chaz, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> just on that, before... We're going to get back to this video. But being who you want to be in Chaz, that reminds me of something I saw earlier. Uh, this was tweeted out earlier. Welcome to Chaz, ladies and gentlemen. Just be who you want to be. You like living in Chaz? Huh? Do you like living in Chaz? Now, if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see, but you have a naked man running down the street in Chaz. And you can see behind him there just how much progress is being made in Chaz. Every car has a smashed windshield and smashed windows. Every shop front is smashed, if not burned. Uh, there's graffiti all over everything. It looks like a war zone. So think about all of the progress we're making. You see, because when organisations like The Guardian and others go into Chaz and film people, they show the very colourful uh, face mask, the very bright-eyed white kid who says, I'm working the door here at Chaz and I let everybody in. Well, if you let everybody in, why would you need to be working the door, you fucking idiot? <laughs> why would you need to have someone manning the barricade if nobody gets stopped from going in? Um, um, shut up, racist! <laughs> Because they don't think of these things, you see. They're not very smart people. <laughs> we have security so that we need never use it, apparently, in Chaz. So you'll see, like, all of the nice, you know, the, the park areas and stuff, all of the nice, well-presented areas of Chaz. But when you see things like this, a naked man running down the street for God knows what reason, 
and you can see the reality of Chaz behind him. Burned out shop windows, graffiti everywhere, smashed up cars. Progress, ladies and gentlemen. Think of all the progress happening here in Chaz. Chaz, yeah. Chaz World. Chaz World. Slow down, slow down. What, what are you naked? There's an earthquake on the way. Well, how do you know? <laughs> I need more intel on this guy. I need, to, I need to know more about this chap. Sir, why are you naked? Because there's an earthquake on the way. Right. Okay. Makes sense to me. I don't know about you, but whenever I hear about some kind of natural disaster, the first thing I do is get fucking naked. Hey, this might be our last chance, babe. Let's go. Let's do this. Of course, he's not with a babe. He's running down the street on his own in Chaz, but, you know, close enough. I mean, if you want to catch fish, you've got to trawl, right? You've got to throw, throw a line out. <laughs> I'm about to die in my own spiritual one. I didn't even get to live to have a millstone hung around my neck. I'm about to die in my own spiritual, and I didn't even get to live. I'm not going to have a millstone hung around my neck. Okay. Why are you naked? There's an earthquake on the way. Well, how do you know? I'm about to die in my own spiritual one. I didn't even get to live to have a millstone hung around my neck. What do you mean? God entered my body through my body as the same size as my body. <laughs> What's going on, man? Why are you naked? You're on fire, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> I got two kids that need to get naked too. Two kids that need to get naked too. Woo! I mean, oh. Christelia has entered the chat. <laughs> Let's not go there, sir. Let's not go there. What do you mean? What's going on, man? Why are you naked? Because I got two kids that need to get naked too. Why do your kids need to be naked? Because I were four apostles. What? Because of the four apostles? Because we are apostles. Apostles. I like how he pronounces the T in apost apostles, not apostles. No, no, no. The apostles. Because <laughs> we like, it's like therefore, my kids need to get naked too because like they're coming for the apostles. <laughs> Who are the apostles, sir? <laughs> your apostles? Yeah, apostles. What's your, what's your message? Peter was. It's an earthquake. I'm gone. Okay. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And off he goes. <laughs> so you can see, ladies and gentlemen, you're free to do whatever you want in Chaz. You can be whoever you want to be in Chaz. They weren't kidding. You uh, walk through the barricades. Another very colorful face mask there. As anyone is freely allowed to do. That's right. Anybody can walk in and out of Chaz anytime they want, which is why we have security on the barricade, because there's really no need for security to exist there. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. You'll see an atmosphere of people kind of just walking around. Mm -hmm. See, see, see the see the pictures you get of Chaz, ladies and gentlemen. You don't get the naked man running in front of the destroyed buildings, talking about the apostles. You don't get that image of Chaz. Here you get free atoll, exactly. Nice one, one jaguar, free atoll, fantastic, very free in Chaz. We're moving in legality, and there's a lot of people who want to change that narrative to something that would make what we're doing illegal. Right. We are not doing anything illegal. We are.
<laughs> Coming up at 8 o'clock tonight, reports from inside Chaz. The police, the police chief of Chaz says that various rapes, armed robberies, assaults and destruction of property have been taking place. We go to one of the spokesmen of Chaz for a comment. We're not doing anything illegal. Back to you at the sports desk. Nothing illegal, man. We're just claiming privately owned property as our own and squatting in it. Exactly. We're not doing anything illegal. The hell is wrong with you? What are you, some kind of fascist, bro? Some kind of racist or something? I don't think you should even be here. What are you doing in Chaz? This is the freedom zone where nothing ever illegal ever happens ever. <laughs> okay. Cool story, bro. I like this. They're protesters. I mean, let's be fair here. They do have their PR department all in all in line and lockstep. Everybody's singing from the same hymn sheet. And so every day we have to get up and correct what someone did wrong yeah. or tried to establish or tagged all over the place with the right. headlines that don't yep. make sense. Yeah. There's so many, there's so much of that that it. it the Chaz propaganda department is working overtime. <laughs> You know, somebody, you know, a, a newspaper will print a wrong headline about something. We've got to be on that. We need to correct people constantly about what's happening here. <laughs> Actually deters because then the type of people who come mm. reflect the new narrative that's being spread not online. <sighs> so that we have people who are being agitators or aggression. Or uh, yes, we're all nice guys. Anything bad that happens in Chaz is as a result of the fake news media printing some horribly racist headline, and that brings the racist to Chaz, thinking it's some kind of white power mecca. And then they are the ones who go around and destroy all of the stuff and graffiti tag everything and shoot the people and rape and whatnot. So that's that's all the outside influence. We have to constantly correct people. No, 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 you, you don't actually, you're not allowed to shoot people in Chaz. Nothing bad happens here. Nothing illegal, bro. <laughs> Everything's weird. I, I I sincerely hope, like this is a genuine hope, that they never get rid of Chaz. I'm on the side of what's what was her name? Shwama something? It's the Shwama, hang on, what's her name? We'll find it again. Because she had the best take. Sharma Sawant, a socialist city councilwoman who pushed for the precinct to be turned over permanently into the community control. I couldn't agree more. I want a permanent Chaz, ladies and gentlemen. Let's make it real. Let's make it last. <laughs> One Jaguar. We're not doing anything illegal had only ever been said by people doing illegal things. <laughs> That's not true. Come on. What are you, some kind of fascist, bro? What are you, some kind of bigot? Come on, look at this. This is obviously, look at all the progress happening here. Long live Chaz, exactly. Anarchists who want to fuck shit up, and that goes against what we're doing or why yeah. we're here completely. Okay, so you're not against, you're against anarchy. That's interesting. Um, sir, genuine question, question without notice. If you're against anarchy, does that mean you have rules in Chaz? Uh, yeah, I guess we do. Great. So if you have rules in Chaz, how does that stand with your policy of anybody can do what they want in Chaz? How does that work? <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out what the sweet spot is here. Because it seems that they are anti-anarchists. So they have very strict rules, which obviously need to be enforced. Otherwise, that's anarchy. 
You can have rules, but if the rules aren't enforced, that's also anarchy. So we're against anarchy, but we're pro everybody doing whatever the hell they want. Hmm. I'm just trying to keep up here. I'm just trying to make sure we've got a handle on uh, the politics of Chaz. It's a political hot zone. And we are not going to allow the conditions of people who want to detract from our mission right. to stop us from getting the equity or the leverage of the rights that we have. Equity and leverage of the rights. Gotcha. Things we learned living in Chaz. Look, they have little community boards. <laughs> They have a little community board where people can write little notes about Chaz and their experience there. Things we learned in Chaz, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> God, I would pay money to read this board. Please, if you're in Chaz and you've got a camera, go around, take some photos of what people have learned whilst living in Chaz, please, and send them to us here at The Daily Boogie. We need to review. We need to go over the citizen's experience. <laughs> Well, I learned in Chaz that if I walk around after 8 o'clock at night on a Saturday, I'm going to get shot. Thank you, Chaz. You taught me about the rules. <laughs> it's like fourth grade. It is. So this is one of the more uh, central areas um, of the Black Lives Matter movement here in Seattle. Look, it's very colourful and nice and pretty. Isn't it wonderful? Thank you for the diamond, Gypsy. Where did you steal the diamond, Gypsy? Who did you steal the diamond from, Gypsy? She says, I nominate myself Stealer of Diamonds. There you go. We're going to have to give you a more official sounding title. Let's just call you official. Let's call you the lawyer for Boogie Stan if you're going to steal people's diamonds. You can be the Boogie Stan law, law department official. You can be our IRS. How about that? Um, you can see behind me. Uh, there's a very... Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. Look at how wonderful it is. So it's Black Lives Matter, but it's written up in like a mural with lots of rainbow colours, a flowery mask. That is a Chad mask. Only a Chad could wear that out. Only a Chad could go out in public in Chaz with that kind of get up on. So doing very well here, this guy. Large mural that's now... Fantastic progress, I think we can all agree. Covering the street. Look around. We'll see families and children. Um, a lot of music going on. There's a lot of live music at night. <laughs> Look at it. Look around. You see families with children. There's live music going on. There's beautiful murals, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we also have this. Look at the live music. Look at the families. Look at the colorful murals. Look at the face masks. Look at the progress. Huh? Do you like living in Chaz? Chaz? Yeah. Chaz world? Slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. What, why are you naked? There's an earthquake on the way. Well, how do you know? I'm about to die in my own spiritual one. I didn't even get to live to have a millstone hung around my neck. Okay, so everything's working out really well in Chaz. Uh, here's another one from Chaz, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, hang on. Let's do this guy. This is fucking delicious. Uh, <laughs> a man who got shot in Chaz now wants to sue the police for not responding. Let's have a look here. Yo, I was shot in Seattle at Chaz on Friday. Look at the colours. Look at the look at the murals. Look at the live music. Look at the happy families. <clears throat> look at the organic garden. Look at all the progress we're making here. 
as you all know, ladies and gentlemen, nothing illegal ever happens in Chaz. Nothing illegal. It's just a place of love and wonderment and learning and equity and justice. That's what Chaz is. And anybody who says otherwise is obviously some kind of fascist. Yo, I was shot in Seattle at mm. Chaz oh. on Friday. Well, he's obviously a white supremacist, this guy. He's making up lies. <laughs> he's making up lies. I hope somebody from the Chaz PR department rolls into that hospital very quickly and confiscates his phone so he can be corrected. <laughs> because he's obviously spreading disinformation about what happens in Chaz, ladies and gentlemen. Wouldn't you agree? He needs to... Somebody from the Chaz PR department needs to crack down on this fella. <laughs> we can't have these dissidents running around spreading lies about our, our wonderful Chaz. Hell to the no. The cops left me out there to die. Oh. I need help with somebody in legal or media to get my story told. Uh, the cops left me out there to die. I need help with some money and some legal and media to help get my story out. I'm helping you right now. And I'll do I'm Here's the thing. I'm doing it for fucking free, bro. How do you like that? Let's help get this story out. Tell you what, I'll even, I'll even do this for you. Let me put the link to this video in the chat. And then all of you can help get this story out too. <laughs> How do you like that one, mate? Hey, look at us getting this story out for you, bro. I want everybody to see this story. I want everybody to know what's going on in Chaz, legal or whatever. Do you say the legal community? Yes, the legal community. So he was in Chaz where they've kicked the police out. The police have said that when the most recent shooting happened, which wasn't this guy, by the way, the different shooting, when the last shooting happened, the police, we saw from the, we read the quotes from the people in Chaz that they didn't let the police in. They said, police, stay the fuck out of here. This is not your jurisdiction anymore. Chaz belongs to us. So we don't want your kind in here, sir, officer. Get the fuck out. So the police left. So now when people get shot in Chaz, they want to sue the police for not showing up after they go to Chaz claiming that the police need to get the fuck out. It's beautiful. So there's your, I put the link in the chat. Everybody share this out. Get the story out there. People need to hear this story. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on. Twitter video stinks. Don't blame me for Twitter video. Maybe the people of Chaz are now uh, hacking us in real time, ladies and gentlemen. Yo, I was shot in Seattle okay. at Chaz yep. on Friday. The cops left me out there to die. To die. I need help with somebody in the legal or media to get my story told yep. and get it out there. Okay. I got shot <sighs> five times. Mm -hmm. Need you guys' help. Need you guys' help. I got shot five times. The police left me out there to die in Chaz, ladies and gentlemen. So... Lots of progress happening in Chaz. Look at the families. <laughs> Here's a fun one for you too. Uh, segregation is back in vogue. Chaz Chop establishes black-only spaces. Let's have a look here. See, that was his fault. He was probably in the part of Chaz, which was occupied by the outside uh, dissidents. You know the people that the spokesman for Chaz was talking about? 
So anything bad that happens in Chaz is because people are coming from outside Chaz because they've been reading fake news headlines. We've that we've established that. That's the truth. Capital T. Amberlina with the diamond says there was clearly a sign that says no cops. Sorry, no, Amberlina, you misunderstand here. The rules of Chad uh, uh, Chaz are fluid. <laughs> I don't think you're getting my point here. So obviously uh, he was. You know, probably he was probably caught unawares in the white supremacist section of Chaz, which is occupied by, you know, outside agitators. And he must have caught a stray bullet from there. So that's a different set of rules, if you follow me. What he should have done is find himself, yes, foreigners, exactly. The, <laughs> the foreigners who are allowed to just walk in and out of Chaz which is exactly why we need to have security on the gate for some reason, because people can just come in and go whenever they want, which is why we have somebody manning the gate at night and during the day, apparently. I hope you're following along at home. Are you taking notes? This shouldn't be too difficult to follow with. So what he should have done is found himself one of these places. Now, this is a black-only space in Chaz. You can see a lot of progress being made here to separate the whites from the blacks. <laughs> Lots of progress here. Making sure that we keep people separate. Segregation, even. It's very important. We're moving forward here. We're moving forward to a more just and equitable society by making sure that the various races don't mix and mingle with each other. Let's have a look. How long's the uh, blackout going for? 8 p.m. Okay, so I have to wait till 8, basically? Uh, what? you're welcome to, like, hang out in the perimeter area. Well, the thing is, I'm, I'm half Italian, half Colombian, so do I get a pass to get in there, or? Well, this space is right now held for just black folks. <laughs> this space is just for black folks. Okay. <clears throat> no, no, dead Jedi. You didn't see white people inside the black-only zone. The white people are policing the black-only zone. The white people are working security. <laughs> you see, it's only it's only white people on the line, on the battle line, on the trenches. You see there? White women, ladies and gentlemen, white women are protecting the black folks in the, in the park, making sure that the white guys, probably specifically the white men, don't infiltrate the black space, you see. So it's just the white women. They're working the door, you see? Look at them. One white guy right there. Let's put you on the sign. <laughs> they found a white guy, so good luck to them. But yeah, mostly white women there working working the perimeter, you would say, of the black-only space. Look behind them. No, but I think you're assuming that uh, people with whitish-looking skin on film are white people, dead Jedi. They're obviously black people. Like I know your eyes are seeing something, but did you not see the did you not see the sign? It's a black only space, man. So they must be black. I don't know what to tell you. Don't be racist, bro. Just because somebody looks white doesn't mean they aren't black. You know what I mean? <laughs> so stop stop going with what your eyes tell you, and start listening to the white woman who's holding up the sign saying that only black people can be allowed in this park right now. <laughs> She knows better than you. I'm going to assume that you've got a, pa a pair of testicles too. 
I'm going to assume that you're a man. So again, you're doubly wrong. Okay. Let's hear them out. You can hide your lines. How long's the uh, blackout going for? Well, 8 p.m. Okay, so I have to wait till 8, basically? Uh, what? you're welcome to, like, hang out in the perimeter area. Well, the thing is... The perimeter area. <laughs> you can hang out in the perimeter area. Nice. But I thought, I thought that everybody was free to do whatever they want in Chaz. Remember that? That was, like, five minutes ago. <laughs> Remember when they said everybody can just walk around and go wherever they want? Remember that? It, it happened less than 10 minutes ago. Maybe it wasn't five, but it was less than 10. Seriously, you can just do whatever you want in Chaz. You can walk around wherever you want. Look at the families, look at the children enjoying. You can be who you are. Exactly, Jim Wenward. That was the quote. They can be who they are in Chaz. <laughs> Let's do this. Just because uh, I want to make sure that I haven't messed this up. Where's our friend here? Okay, here we go. Now let's hear the quote again, just to make sure that we're not wrong. Want to be someone's for you. Uh... Anyone from coming in, we don't, you know, pat people down. We just let people come in and just be who they want to be. We don't pat people down. Anybody can just come in and be who they want to be. Okay. And now... How long's the uh, blackout going for? Well, 8 p.m. Okay, so I have to wait till 8, basically? Uh, what? you're welcome to, like, hang out in the perimeter area. Well, the thing is, I'm, I'm half Italian, half Colombian, so do I get a pass to get in there, or...? Well, this space is right now held for just black folks. You can be who you want to be. You can be who you want to be, but you can't be what you are. <laughs> I think that's what he's getting at. If you want to be black, you can go in the black area. If you're not black, then you can't. But if you want to be, then you can. Thank God the white women are patrolling the perimeter, though. Thank God, because we can't have anybody just waltzing into the black space willy-nilly. That would be very racist. <laughs> Got to keep people separate. It's the way forward. It's progress. Look at all the progress we're making here. Oh, just black. Okay, so... Oh, just black. Full black, you're saying. Full black. <laughs> Are you saying full black or... <laughs> How black do I have to be? <laughs> Can I be like half black or... You know, is there like a... Is there like a cutoff or... <laughs> Damn it, I'm only 18%. Guess I miss out. <laughs> Very good question though. Full black or... Yeah. So, full black, you're saying? Um, if you have black ancestry or if you, um, if you have experienced oppression because you are black, then you can enter this space. Okay. <laughs> uh, if you have experienced oppression because you are black, you can enter this space, says the white woman working the fucking door. The irony is just, it's so thick, it chokes you. The irony is so thick, I can't breathe. Um, so <laughs> Let's get back here. Thank you, white woman, for pointing us in the right direction. We've still got more to go here inside Chaz, ladies and gentlemen. Look at all the progress being made. Happy families, little markets, little markets popping up around the place. 
live music, ladies and gentlemen. It's fantastic. Right. Uh, there's free coffee. Uh, Minister of Fun Kimmy asks, who defines oppression? Obviously the white woman working the fucking perimeter, Kim. Well, you're not keeping up with this? <laughs> it's obviously the white woman who's determining who is black enough and oppressed enough to enter the black-only space. It's the white woman working security. <laughs> she decides if you're oppressed enough. Because we believe in people uh, acting for themselves, for having a voice and being proud of their identity, of course. Um... There are medical tents. Medical tents? There is... Why would you need a medical tent in a place where nothing bad ever happens? Mm. <laughs> Why do you need somebody working the gate if anybody can just walk in and out whenever they want? Mm. Mm. What do you need a medical tent for if nothing illegal happens? Mm. 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 What do you need white women patrolling the perimeter of the black-only park for if anybody can be who they are and just wander around? It's all making a lot of sense. The no-cop co-op where everything is free. Uh, we're getting supplies from... Everything is free in jazz. I got it, um, Everyday people. We don't accept donations of any kind. Just, it's, it's, it, it amazes me then why people would even loot. If everything is free in Chaz and they're giving away everything they want in Chaz, why do all the shops behind them have smashed in windows? Well, that's an easy one, bro. You see, nobody's donated a uh, big screen TV yet. <laughs> so I had to liberate one on my own. Ben K. Veritas with the diamond, ladies and gentlemen, says, I heard Chaz's sex is really intense. Get it? <laughs> it's like the guy who goes to the doctor, Ben, and says, Doctor, doctor, you've got to help me. Some days I wake up feeling like a marquee, and other days I wake up feeling like a teepee. And the doctor says, I know the problem. You're too tense. Minister of Comedy in Boogie Stand, ladies and gentlemen, Ben K. Veritas. Thank you for joining us. He's here all week. Everyday <laughs> people. Is anybody here from out of Chaz? You know, I was driving through Chaz the other day. I took a taxi over here to get to Chaz. Is anybody here from Chaz? People go. Has anybody heard about this Chaz thing? So it's definitely a movement by the by the people and for the people. I'm standing here kind of where everyone is camping. Um, like I said yesterday, Chaz looks like Burning Man, except they replaced the LSD and sex with strangers with shootings and guard, white guards protecting black spaces. That's that's the only thing I could see here different. So, and colorful face masks. A pretty heavily occupied area. Um, close to maybe 100 tents. Wow. The center of this is the garden area so this is about giving <laughs> ladies and gentlemen i present to you the chaz memorial gardens <laughs> isn't it grand <laughs> what do we got here it looks like about 
30 potted plants. <laughs> this is the centerpiece of the of Chaz. This is this is their monument. <laughs> it looks like it looks like the garden department of the worst hardware store on earth. <laughs> all of this all of this fantastic advancement and progress could be lost. You mean we're going to have to throw out the daisies? Apparently. <laughs> Look at this progress. It feeds the masses every day, exactly. This, this is the centerpiece of the occupied zone. Remember that. This is their crowning achievement. This, <laughs> this is what they've been fighting for all along. <laughs> Let's have a look. Come on, come on, be serious. A lot of effort went into throwing these pots on the ground and just leaving them there and not planting them. Um, <laughs> a lot of effort went into creating this monument of Chaz. This this testament to the glory of Chaz. Let's give them a chance. Garden area. So this is about giving black people ownership of the land. Oh, oh no, look, yes. <laughs> Did he just say... <laughs> he just said... This is about giving black people ownership of the land. I swear to God. That's what he just said. This is about giving black people ownership of the land. Okay, let's have a look. This is very serious. This is very important. All right, I want to see. <laughs> okay, come on, come on. So let's see this monument of Chaz. I want to see what it looks like when the good, the white residents of Chaz give ownership of the land to the black people. Let's have a look. It's a pretty heavily occupied area. Very heavily occupied. Area. Um, close to maybe a hundred tents. The center of this is the garden area. So this is. A Thank you for coming. I see you in hell. Okay, the centerpiece of this is the garden area. It's about giving black people ownership of the land. It's about giving black people ownership of the land, ladies and gentlemen. And look what they've done with it. <laughs> look how they've converted this once look how they've converted this once useless grassland into a thriving farming community. Look at this. Using only using only the uh, the farming techniques that have been passed down within families for generations. <laughs> the expertise, the understanding, the care. Look at this thriving pastoral utopia in Chaz. You know, once we started just handing the land over, you'll be amazed. Farms just popped up everywhere. Take your hand, share the land. <laughs> Look at this. You could learn a thing or two about farming middle America. You and your useless racist farming techniques. Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Daryl. Sound about right? Sound about right? What has he got? A, what has Daryl sent through for us? Thank you for the tip, Daryl. Is that what Chaz sounds like? <laughs> a lot of screaming and throwing of chairs. Ladies and gentlemen. But again, look at this beautiful, gorgeous farmland here. It looks like it's about, I'm going to say, 
12 feet by 12 feet. I, I, I sincerely hope that they haven't expanded the farm too soon. It looks like they started with one plot, which is about six feet by four feet, maybe. And then they've expanded out as obviously because the farm has been thriving. You need to develop more crops. So I just hope that they haven't spread. I hope that they haven't tilled too much soil too soon. Because that can be a problem. If you start off with a big lot of farmland to farm, you know, you may neglect parts of the farm and food, very valuable food, may go to waste. So <laughs> let's just hope that the, the communal farm is well taken care of. Allowing them to build their own self-sustainable communities, yeah. uh, build their own economic system. Uh We're building our own economic system here in Chaz. See, why would the why would the awful bigot mayor want to shut this down? Why would she want to tear this down? It doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, this one in particular is uh, we're trying to create space for BIPOC, so Black, Indigenous, people of color. <clears throat> yes, you heard it correctly. <clears throat> this space is for buy crops. Now, what's a buy crop, you ask? Good question. Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Sharecropping is good now, Minister of Fund. Sharecropping <laughs> is good now. Yes, it is. <laughs> I, would, I would love to play that, Kimmy, but I think Lenny Kravitz is one of those ones that's going to get my YouTube channel get a fucking strike. So Lenny, Lenny's very, 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 very litigious. But she shared uh, I Build This Garden by Lenny Kravitz, ladies and gentlemen. So thank you, Kimmy. <laughs> but Lenny will get me fucking banned on YouTube. He's got too much money, that guy. I guess he was oppressed. I love Lenny, though, by the way. Lenny Kravitz is good. Good eggs. Good eggs. Uh, so yeah, this is a buy crop. Now a buy crop is for yes, black and indigenous people of color. So you have to. I think you have to be biracial. You have to be both black and American Indian to use the to farm in the buy crop. Now, as you can see, a lot of interest in the buy crop. A lot of people are very look. They're lining up to farm in the buy crop space. <laughs> As you can see there, a lot of people waiting to get involved in the buy crop. A lot of people qualify for the buy crop, which is why it's so thriving. Like there's so many plants in the buy crop, just waiting to, to blossom, waiting to bloom. Uh, Kimmy doing some wizardry over here. She says, uh, tell Lenny I want my $5 back, but you only donated three. <laughs> <laughs> Kimmy, what are you doing? Don't make me don't make me take away that minister of fun badge from you. Cuz that's not very fun. Donating $3 and then asking for a $5 refund. I don't understand. I gave you $3. Why can't you play the song that I put up? You know, I donated $3 to the show in good conscience and then you refused to play the clip. It's not right. I think you should refund my $5 immediately. Gary, <laughs> minister of fun. Minister of Trickery. <laughs> Come on now. This is serious. Don't you want to see what's happening in the buy crop? Don't you want to see what's happening with buy crops? 
uh, to come and garden together and just like, you know, create relationships. 2020 has been an interesting year of like creating a lot of situations where people were kind of forced to rethink how they live their lives. 2020 has been very interesting. I'll give you that. Winning TV with a diamond. Will somebody donate $6 for a coup of Kimmy? <laughs> and, you know, we couldn't have asked for a better... Trick or treat. <laughs> Jim Edward on fire. Their situation to, um, I guess, I think a better time for this movement to occur. Like, the, the ground was right. The ground was right for the movement, but it apparently it seems not right for the bike crop <laughs> because nothing's growing in the bike crop as yet. Back into the... That, now that's fake grass. <laughs> that's fake turf there. Okay, so that doesn't count as keeping keeping Chaz green, right? That's turf. That's astroturf. <laughs> Look how green it is. Yes, it's plastic. <laughs> Protest area of Cal Anderson where a lot of people are hanging out, waiting for the events of the night to get started. Waiting for the events of the night to get started. Oh, famous last words there. Because as we all know, when the events started starting, uh, a couple of people got shot in the face. <laughs> One guy got shot five times and now wants to sue the police for not coming to get him. In Chaz. Chaz Chop is not Coachella. There's still a lot of work Coachella. to be done and there's still a lot of things that still need to happen before we just start lounging around and start relaxing. Um, sir, there's a lot of things that need to be done before we start lounging around and relaxing. Let's rewind the tape 20 seconds. <laughs> sir, I've got, unfortunately, I've got bad news for you. It seems like the, the vast majority of the residents of Chaz appear to be just lounging around and relaxing. You know, we've got a lot of work to do here before we can just sit around and relax. 20 seconds earlier, a guy doing a live stream. As you can see here, we're in a park and everybody's just lounging around and kind of relaxing. <laughs> Did you see Star? Oh, no, don't tell me, Kitty B. Yeah. Kitty B, no, really? Did he really? Oh, God. What are you going to ruin my fun for, Kitty? <laughs> what are you going to What are you gonna ruin my fun? Why do you have to point things out to me that I miss? No, God. <laughs> Please, no. Protest area of Cal Anderson. Why are you going to do it? Why are you going to do it, man? <laughs> Come on. No, Thanks surely not. Surely started. not. Come on now. Coachella. There's still a lot of work to be done, and there's still a lot... <laughs> oh, come on now. Are you, are you noticing patterns again? <laughs> one of these pattern recognizers I've heard so much about. I don't think you even believe in Chaz. <laughs> oh, mate. Fantastic. <laughs> A lot of things we got so much work to do before we could just sit around. That still need to happen before we just start lounging around and start yeah. relaxing. Lounging um, around. I put this it's got a very nasally voice for a black guy, doesn't it? <laughs> why that is it's very strange i mean look at that fro that's a tremendous fro he's got there you know we got a lot of work to do before we start lounging around 
I don't know why everybody's just sitting around doing stuff. We got so much work that needs to be done. Very nasally. Uh, see, maybe it's a stereotype thing, but I'm, I'm kind of expecting like, yo, man, get off your ass. We got plenty of plants to grow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. We got a lot of work to do. <laughs> we can't be afford to lay and be lounging around. <laughs> Doesn't make much sense. This event on specifically because I wanted to touch on that, but also make sure that we're highlighting black, indigenous, and people of color voices. We're highlighting black and indigenous people color of voices. <laughs> what is this? It's a drum circle. It's a drum circle. <laughs> yes. Come on now. Get in there. Fuck yeah. I'm pumped. A fucking drum circle. <laughs> of course there's a drum circle. Who would have thunk it? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please, I implore you. If stereotypes are always wrong, why do they keep coming true? <laughs> if a stereotype is bad, why are they always right? A drum circle in Chaz? Who would have thunk it? Black, indigenous, and people of color voices. Nice rhythm, bro. Boom, 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 boom. Hey, that's catchy. Let these songs give something to your spirit. You know, not your ears, not what you hear with, but what you feel with. Come on. Come on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> the sounds of Chaz. The soundtrack to Chaz. <laughs> Nice. Gotta have candles. Gotta have candles in Chaz because they're about to turn the electricity off. That's more like it. Oh, of course, the white guys are playing black music. Fucking scum. Got and he's got the anarchy thing on his drum there. Stay in time, bro. There are rules to this. See, I like black music. Listen. It's the kind of shit I listen to, bro. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Now we're talking. Maybe I can go to Chaz too. Maybe I belong in... Maybe that's the way... Maybe that's the way forward for Chaz. Maybe they can challenge New Orleans. <laughs> you know, the Chaz, I, you know, as a jazz and blues uh, fan, you know, I've always wanted to go and see New Orleans and just wander up and down Bourbon Street, you know what I mean? Wander into bars and shit. But Chaz may, may overtake New Orleans at some point. <laughs> Chaz. Thank you for the diamond, Gypsy. Where did you steal the diamond, Gypsy? Who did you steal the diamond from, Gypsy? Chaz Jazz. Fuck yeah, bro. Fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> hey, what's happening, cat? You know I hear they've been chilling out in Chaz, man. You talking about the jazz, man? I'm talking about Chaz, man. You gotta hear this new sound, man. It's like freedom and equality. 
They singing about gardens and shit. You mean the Rose Garden? Hell no, nigga. I'm talking about the Chaz Garden. The Chaz of the Jazz? Oh, yeah, you heard me. The Chaz of the Jazz. Skibbity bow. <laughs> Can't wait. Chaz Jazz. Let's do this. <laughs> We are out here to come and rejuvenate and network and build as people. Right. To Until tomorrow when the police come back. So that was fun. <laughs> Until tomorrow, according to the mayor of Seattle, Jenny Durka Durkistan, who said, uh, tomorrow we're moving the police in and we're going to kick you all out. So nice dreams. It was a nice idea while it lasted, but um, unfortunately for the good people of Chaz and the jazz men of Chaz and the black only spaces, tomorrow is a brand new day. And uh, the cops, the fascists apparently, are going to be rolling in <laughs> and clearing you all out to go back to reality. So all best plans laid to waste, ladies and gentlemen. With that, I'm going to take a quick five minute break because my drink needs to be refreshed. Coming up after, uh, so much more to get through, ladies and gentlemen. The latest, the latest in coronavirus awareness campaigns coming from the global corporations, which I'm sure you'll appreciate, and so much more. Thank you for joining us. You're on the Daily Boogie. We'll be back in a few minutes. your novelty comedy songs organic handmade with painstaking care put into every note well look no further than irrational times using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later irrational times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level new songs and sketches every week so check it out. Idiot boogie bumper. 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 Really giving that one a workout. Come on. Dlive.tv slash JJ Stone. And we love JJ here on the show. It's the JJ Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we are in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone's slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. But don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! 
narcissistic, and most importantly, completely pointless. Come waste an hour of your week with The Starting Block, Friday nights Australian time at dlive.tv forward slash The Starting Block. Get in touch with us on Twitter, at The Starting Block, no K at the end. Also, subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or iTunes by searching for The Starting Block, or one word, or on Podbean at startingblock.podbean.com. Join the Blockheads, tuning in, in their millions, right around the world. Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10pm Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet, we also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. I, I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ, what are you, fucking Asian Dick Tracy? <laughs> you. <laughs> Why do you, you have to ruin my evening? Like I, I'm just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you, you gotta, you just gotta do this. Without the hat, so you're not enjoying it? No, <laughs> dude. Asian oh, come Dick on, Tracy. I really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover <laughs> in in Argentina, but it's now working. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. I oh, hate come on, you secretly hat. love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so, subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Need someone to tell you it's not okay? Do you like goth public access TV? Then join me for The Big Empty every Sunday at noon. Major underscore Tom on DLive with zeros for O's because everything in your life is that difficult. Hey Patriots, this is your favorite Southerner, Doc Martin. Just wanted to remind you to put on your calendars to join me and your favorite near-to-wheel Yankee, Bill D'Angelo, on Saturday nights, beginning with Promises Kept at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by the Speakeasy with all of your favorite Patriots. You never know what we might cuss and discuss. That's right, Doc Martin. This is everybody's favorite Yankee, Phil D'Angelo speaking. And on Saturday night, we could have Kimmy, Why Censored, affectionately known as Electrolux, the original grandma, UK Neil, Rusty, and his famous sound test show, Coffee Talk with Sandra, Earth Citizen, Stefan, the infamous Grandma Sears, Mac Daddy may even make a show up, or virtually anyone else in the world for some irrelevant fun. Yankee, you mean some irreverent fun. So be sure to join us on Twitch, Periscope, DLive, or YouTube. That's right, Doc. Follow us at Winning TV on all of those channels. So be sure and put it on your calendar. We'll be looking for you. We'll leave the porch light on. I still think it's irrelevant fun. But well, why are you fumbling for coins when you have a heavy bag? <laughs> There's a place that we can go. Watch old things All the warm, fuzzy member berries it brings It's a special little spot Tucked away on D-Live 
enjoy the joy of Pessy. Cameo movies and old cartoons. We hope to see you over there very soon. It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. When we were kids and there wasn't any school, we'd sit and watch all the best cartoons. Eating cereal until it was noon. We never thought that 30 years later it'd still be cool. Saturday night and cheesy movies. The ones that used to show us boobies. It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. This Justin, the global officials that can help all, also known as Got You, have now banned all boogieing and boogie-related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported. This right around on. this world can get you down. There's just one thing you can do. And shake it all around. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Coming back. Second half of the show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Thank you for joining us. The Wednesday night edition of the Daily Boogie Broadcast. It's an absolute pleasure to be with you once again. Uh, if you'd like to become a full-time supporter, then please, by all means, patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you would like to tell us about what life's like really like inside of Chaz, then you can do so by following me on Twitter, at boogiebumper. Uh, people comment about the bass, singing the bass line in um, the Joy of Pessy song. Joy of Pessy, Friday nights and Saturday nights, ladies and gentlemen. Irrational Times is in the chat. Irrational Times, the creator of the Joy of Pessy song. So I'll, I'll let you in on a little, do you want a little like boogie personal anecdote? So <clears throat> my parents are very old, like older than most people's parents. So uh, I was raised with like a lot of 50s rock and roll and stuff in the house. So it's probably influenced my musical taste. One of the first memories I have of music was this song, which my old man used to play like over and over again. I, by a band called the Deltones, and I don't know if it's a cover or not, but I, <laughs> I'll show you this. Like, I must have heard this song a million times when I was a kid growing up, on record too, by the way, playing on a record in the lounge room. So have a listen to this. This will, this will give you a little insight of what it was like to grow up Boogie Bumper. <laughs> Mr. Bassman, you got that certain something. Mr. Bassman, you get that music loving. To you it's easy. When you go one, two, three, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-
Foggy in the chat. Australian boomers uh, uh, have the same music taste. Well, my parents are older than boomers. <clears throat> so my mum is like 80 this year, believe it or not. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> God, there you go. From the memory bank, ladies and gentlemen, the Deltones. You mean So there you go. Grew up with all of that shit, playing constantly in the house. Love it too. Wouldn't change it for anything. Uh, when other when other little boys would take their CDs to school and say, "Look what I got, man! I got the latest two pack and stuff." What do you got, Boogs? And I'd be like, oh, "I've still got Chuck Berry. <laughs> I got Chuck Berry and the Deltones." <laughs> the teacher used to say, "There's something wrong with that kid." <laughs> Why aren't you listening to the latest pop music? Why aren't you listening to Kylie Minogue? Um, because I've got the Deltones and Chuck Berry and stuff. You know, I've got like a rock and roll shit. It's catchy. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, where were we? Oh, yes. This was a very fun little clip I found just before the show this morning. Talking about coronavirus, like COVID-19 awareness programs, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I'm pleased to announce that the good people at Apple you know, you got Microsoft, you got Apple, you got Google, and you got Amazon. That looks like MAGA to me. Somebody, that, that looks like MAGA. Google is MAGA. <laughs> so, thank God. Coffee Talk with Sandra with the diamond, and I'm forced to read this. How about slob on my knob? Well, if you're offering. I mean, yeah. What do you know? I'm open to suggest. I'm open to offers. Um, so, the good people at Apple, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> have released something to help keep you safe from coronavirus. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for a life hack? An app, my friends, my comrades, is going to protect you from the coronavirus. Don't worry about those government apps talking about shit like social tracking and distancing and all of that stuff. How about we get to the nuts and bolts? How about we address the problem at the root cause of it? Have a look at this. Need help washing your hands? There's an app. Do you need help washing your hands? Um, not really, but okay. <laughs> Do you need help washing your hands? App for that. This is the Inside Edition Digital Coronavirus yes. News for June 23rd, 2020. Awesome. We know hand washing is one simple way to help prevent coronavirus infection. So, as part of its Worldwide Developers Conference, yep. Apple unveiled a new hand-washing sensor for the iWatch. For those who have trouble to remember washing their hands, fear not. There's now an app for your watch, your your Apple Watch, which will track your hand-washing activities. Make sure, yes, amazing apps full of information. Iceman in the chat. 
we're now tracking your hand washing regimen, you see, because it's very important. We're trying to keep people safe. We're trying to protect people from coronavirus here. So <laughs> maybe we should have an app on people's smart watches that alerts them when they haven't washed their hands or are washing their hands too much even. The Hidden Hand podcast. This is right up your alley, The Hidden Hand. This is all about hands. We've gone full retard. No, don't you want to keep people safe? Don't you think that the average slob should be reminded of when they need to wash their hands? <laughs> now, see, I'm a serial hand washer. I wash my hands like fucking 50 times a day. And I think it's because, like, uh, when I first started working, I always worked in really dirty jobs, like really dirty blue-collar jobs, like doing really shit-kicking kind of jobs. So it, it was important to wash your hands all the time because, like, if you eat lunch or something, you don't want to be putting fucking shit in your mouth. So I just got in the habit of always washing my hands and now I do it all the time. So like if I get a little bit of grease on my hands or whatever, like straight away, I'm like, ugh, got to wash them, you know? So like this doesn't bother me. I'm not a problem with washing hands. I'm a serial hand washer. Um, <laughs> but I mean, if you're too fucking stupid, if you're too dense, stupid or um, ignorant to, to figure out that you should wash your hands after you wipe your ass or something like that, then a nap's not going to help. An app's not going to help you. Oh, I was handling all of these dangerous chemicals and now I feel like some tacos. Does anyone want to join me? Don't you think you should wash your hands? Oh, yeah, I nearly forgot. <laughs> if you're one of these people, an app's not going to help. There is no help for you. You are on your own, sir. It's a big bad world out there. The company describes how it works. How Our approach work? here is using machine learning models to determine motion which appears to be hand washing and then use audio to confirm the sound of running water or squishing soap on your oh, hands. Oh, good, good. So, <laughs> get this. In order to help people wash their hands, we need to use AI machine learning modeling and we need to turn the microphone on in the watch so we can hear the sound of soap and water lathering up and the tap running to make sure that the, you're actually washing your hands. Isn't that wonderful? <clears throat> yeah, Jim Enward, that's how you build a healthy immune system, temper yourself in raw shit. I get sick very rarely. And I drink and I smoke too much and I drink too much and I eat shit, but I rarely get sick. It's probably because I've done so many shitty, dirty jobs over the years. Super clean and not creepy. Foggy in a chat. So AI machine learning will figure out that you're doing hand washing motions and then the microphone will turn on in your watch to listen to you wash your hands. Isn't that great? Isn't that fantastic? Doc Martin in the chat. Yankee Phil's co-host on a Saturday night, 8pm on dlive.tv slash winning TV, ladies and gentlemen. The lovely, sweeter than sugar Doc Martin. Thank you for joining us. <clears throat> so, so you need to have the microphone on when you're washing your hands. So the app can tell if you've done it for a long enough period of time. Because remember, this is all about keeping people safe, right? During this, you'll get a little coaching to do a good job. Little coaching. You'll see a countdown along with haptics and sounds <laughs> to make sure you wash as long as you're supposed to. Hang on, hang on, hang on. If, you if I'm looking at the countdown on my watch, how am I washing my hands? Like by just holding one arm still? Am I washing around the hand? How does that work? <laughs> Truth watcher in the chat with a very good point. Jack off app next. Maybe it will. If you over lube, 
before your masturbatory session, I'm sure it will confuse itself and think that you're washing your hands. Imagine that being halfway through. <laughs> Sounds like you're washing your hands. Here's a timer. You're like, what? Do you want us to send this data back to Apple for, for analysis? No, thank you. Please, no. No, thank you. Wow, this guy really likes washing his hands. You know, we were tuning into Boogie Bumper washing his hands and it sounded like he was in a porno theatre. There was girls moaning in the background. It's very important to keep your hands clean at the swinger party. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> fuck me, daddy. Fuck me, daddy. <laughs> Where is he washing his hands? <laughs> I'm glad that he's washing them, but I need to know more. Can we turn the camera on? <laughs> Winning TV with a diamond. Why is this guy always washing his hands? He washes his hands like 12 times a day. He doesn't go outside. He doesn't have a job. If you pause early, there's a plate note to keep washing. Also, in a sign of the times, Apple also introduced a new emoji customization feature for face coverings. A sign of the times. The new normal, ladies and gentlemen. Important stuff. <clears throat> very, very, very important developments at Apple. I am not a stockbroker. I am not a financial advisor. But I, I would sell my stock in Apple. <laughs> Round about now. If I own stock in Apple, which I do not. Look at the time they're investing in this. Great news, guys. We've come up with a hand-washing app, and we've come up with a way for you to create uh, little black face, uh, faces and people of colour on the screen and put face masks on them. Ironically, we now know that that uh, law passed in Oregon, ladies and gentlemen, where it's now it's only illegal for white people not to wear a face mask. So if you're a person of colour, you don't have to wear a face mask because of racial profiling. So it's a pandemic, but that is that is literally saying that racism is a bigger problem than the, the coronavirus pandemic, even though they've been saying that the coronavirus pandemic is worse for black people. <laughs> the coronavirus pandemic is worse for black people. Everybody needs to wear a mask. Okay, except for the black people. Um, are you trying to kill the black people, bro? <laughs> How is that not the first question? How is that not the first? Yeah, the, the hoop earrings. So they're not, it's not like they're doing stereotypes or anything, is it? Apple? Hmm? Looks like a pretty stereotypical face to me. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> this is the problem. It's just too, it's all just too stupid and inverted and illogical at this point. You may as well just go, whatever, man. I don't even care. This is ridiculous. Who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? Apple's headquarters are in Cupertino, California. California? California is the most populous state in the country. And unfortunately, coronavirus cases are rising there, according to Governor Gavin Newsom. Ah. An 11% increase over a 14-day period. Wear your masks. Practice physical distancing. Continue the hygiene. Well, I hope somebody brings out an app with a little person of color wearing a mask. That'll teach everybody. If not, we have the uh, hand-washing app. That is so foundational in terms of mitigating the spread of this virus. We are not out of the first wave of this virus. Oh, good, good. More to come. More to come. Here's Arnie. We're back to Arnie again. 
blowing the dust blowing the dust off a few Hollywood fossils here, ladies and gentlemen. Arnie's back for another little fucking state. He can't stay out of this discussion, Arnie. He loves it. Remember I was telling you about the clip I watched on the starting block? Arnie sitting in his fucking spa, legitimately, like fucking in his spa bath with a glass of champagne and a cigar hanging out of his fucking mouth, going, I don't understand why you can't all just stay in your houses. <laughs> why are you going outside? Don't be selfish. While his help brings him fucking hors d'oeuvres to feast on in his spa bath overlooking the fucking valley. I don't understand. Why can't you all stay in your mansions? You all have mansions. Why don't you live in them? What is your problem? Why do you have to go outside? You think you have to go to work? Stop being selfish. Why didn't you save your money from your movies like I did? <laughs> These fucking detached morons. Bevy of former Golden State governors, some rivals, banded together to drive home the importance of mask wearing. Ah, good. This is not about being weak. It's about fighting the disease and keeping our families and ourselves safe. What a fucking world. What a world we're living in. I want to bring you this clip. I found this just this morning, ladies and gentlemen. Remember how we, we played the clip yesterday, the BBC clip? And about, you know, they were talking about, oh, well, we've got these safety issues. We've got these privacy issues with the tracing apps. And it's like, good, good, good. And I was actually very surprised by the BBC clip. They actually did a fine job for the most part, except for the fact that they were referencing apps in places like the Middle East, North Africa, and in Norway, instead of talking about the apps being developed by the United States, Australia, and the UK. And when, it got, when push came to shove, they were like, well, these apps in like the Middle East and North Africa are very, very invasive. There's no privacy. There's too much data. Yes, we agree. But then they said, well, <laughs> the, the, apps, the apps being developed in places like Norway, uh, they have canned their app and they're now using the, quote, less concerning Google app instead. And I was like, no, 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 no. You don't get to spend eight minutes talking about how the government-run apps in North Africa and the Middle East are too uh, anti-privacy, but then say, so as, as an option, the only other option is we go to Google instead and use their fucking shit, <laughs> which was fucking hilarious because Google's so much better. Google is MAGA. So, so I found this app, uh, this app. I found this clip earlier today. Have a look. It doesn't take long for stories to develop here on the Daily Boogie, ladies and gentlemen. Have a look at this just one day later. Where the Isle of Wight goes, Britain follows. Right. Or so England's health secretary said. Their much-vaunted NHS-built contact tracing app, trialled here on the Isle of Wight, was hailed critical by its NHS developers just two days critical ago. Critical virus app. Now the operating model underpinning it has been abandoned after months in development. What? Good news, huh? Yay! Good news! Finally, the British government has decided, <clears throat> hmm, hey, you know what? This tracing app, we're scrapping it. There you go. Well done. Well done. Good. I'm glad that you finally see reason and see all of the potentially very, very, very harmful circumstances that can arise out of, you know, legislating the tracing of people's movements constantly. Like, I'm glad that you figured that out. It's a victory for privacy. It's a victory for individual freedom, ladies and gentlemen. Let's open the champagne 
Let's fucking pop those corks. Let's get a party started in here. Let's get Arnie's maid to bring out some fucking edibles. And we'll all get together and celebrate this victory. Thank you so much, British government. You did good. Thank you. <laughs> Great job, Britain. Very cool. I will not recommend people to download the app until I'm confident that that's the right thing to do right. because in down because I'd be asking people to download the app and then to self isolate if it tells you to and that is a that is a big thing to ask of people well very responsible let's it's a victory let's have a look here minimalem aufwand dafür aber mit maximalem datenschutz english please germany which launched its tracing app this week did a similar u turn favoring a google apple operating system oh oh now, sound persons in the chat is jumping ahead. <laughs> Let's use Google's instead. Well, funny you mentioned that. But it's not the model which the UK government first envisaged giving the NHS a better insight into the spread of the virus. Oh. Oh, right. Because you see, it's very interesting. For the people who are pro-government, who believe everything that the government tells them, they were very much on board with the government running the app. For them, it makes for them it's much prefer it's preferable to have the government running the app than some private company because you know you can trust the government, you can vote the government out. It's no problem. So they were like, mm, okay, we have concerns about privacy, so let's let the government do it instead. And the government said, you've got it, you got it, comrades. We'll take up the charge. We'll develop the software. We'll do it for you. Yay! And everybody kind of forgot about it. But then this happened. And an app launch once billed for mid-May mm -hmm. could now be as late as the autumn, oh. if at all. Oh, if, if at all? What do you mean, if at all? Surely there's an app coming, isn't there? Tell me, there's going to be an app. Well, government said... I thought we were scrapping the app altogether. Hang on, put the, put the champagne down. Hang on, hang on. Put the cork back in the champagne bottle. Party's, party's over. Let's just wait. Let's just wait and see what they have to say. That this uh, app was... Uh, absolutely necessary. Now they're saying it's not necessarily at all. It looks like we're going to be waiting an eternity for it. Mm. Portsmouth in the distance. A terrible shame. And here, the Isle of Wight, where this app has been trialled. I've just downloaded it. Help the NHS stop the spread of coronavirus in the UK. The idea of the app is to record when smartphone <clears throat> users are close to each other. Yep. Using Bluetooth signals to gauge how near they are and for how long, the app will record an identifier for other phones it's been in contact with. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. It's all fine. Then if one user falls ill, data from their phone would be uploaded to a central server. Good. The server would look up the identifiers for the people they were close to and send out an alert to the phones of people who could have been infected. Of the 80-odd <sighs> thousand people that could download it, um, our figures indicate we've went over 53,000 people. So it's a pretty good return, actually. As in the Isle of Wight trial, matching occurs on a central government server. Good, yes. It's good to have all of this information on a central government server. Mm-hmm. Focus shifts to a so-called decentralised approach, considered by some to offer greater... <laughs> Henry St. George Tucker Bumper Politics Why in the chat asks why? <laughs> a ...data privacy safeguards. We're matching. Don't worry, data privacy safeguards. You know, everything sounds more official with a British accent, don't you think? Like, if I if I was speaking on behalf of the government, you wouldn't believe a fucking word I said because I'm an Australian. I'd say, oh, don't worry, there's a whole bunch of data privacy safeguards written into this thing. It's fucking great, mate. 
Don't worry, your stuff is safe with us, mate. Your shit is fucking secure, brother. Don't worry about it. There's a whole bunch of privacy and safety guards in there looking after you and that, so it'll be fine. But you get a British person to do it. The government has the government has installed a number of pr- privacy and safeguards into the app to make sure that hacking becomes relatively impossible. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it's like, well, it sounds like a jolly good idea. Smashing ideas, you ask me. I know that the government said that they've written in a whole bunch of uh, privacy uh, safeguards and whatnot. I'm sure nothing was ever going to come with this. It's a tremendous idea. Yeah. ...takes place instead on users' phones. It's a bit disappointing. It took so long for, for the government to, to get... Start tracking our whereabouts and our movements constantly. <laughs> <laughs> Dead Jedi, the chat has changed his name to the Tsar of Rock. <laughs> rock in America would be very upset with that. But he's he works for America. He doesn't work for Boogie Stan. So apologies, Rock in America. Get to this point. The UK got stuck. So the UK found it was trying to use workarounds and loopholes uh, yeah. in Apple and Google system uh-huh. as it stood to try and get phones to talk to each other. Right. The depth of the technical problems behind the NHS app, mm-hmm. long played down by its developers, yep. were laid bare today. Were, were they really? It's emerged that the app could at times pick up just 4% of other iPhones. <laughs> That's the best part for me. This is the best part for me. So the app is designed to track your whereabouts relative to other iPhones, okay? That's what it's made for. But all that seems to be happening is it's only take, it's getting all of your data, it's getting all of your movements, but doesn't seem to be interacting with the other ones. <laughs> so all, all we're getting is we're getting streams of data going to the central government database and it's just your stuff. <laughs> Why, this doesn't sound like the plan at all. This does well. This doesn't sound like the the purpose for the app in the first place. I don't understand. Four <laughs> percent. <laughs> Government solutions, but don't worry, fear not. Remember, they're scrapping the idea. Yay, champagne. They're scrapping the idea, getting rid of it. Doesn't work. Fucking, let's forget about it. Let's move on. Au contraire. Don't speak too soon. <laughs> Astonishingly, I've been told it was only recently that they discovered the full extent of this fundamental flaw. Italy is another country adopting the Apple Google version. UK. Does anybody else want to be able to speak Italian just for the sake of it? I don't even. I don't even care what I'm saying. But just Italian sounds fun. The officials insist they've been... Who else can we fucking insult today? Line them up. ...running parallel tests on this now preferred decentralised system ah. but claim they've found flaws in its ability to measure really? distance accurately. All of them are flawed. Wow. If only there was some kind of global corporation, maybe even the biggest corporation in the world, waiting in the wings to do the job for us because it seems like all of the government solutions are failing. Gee, if only we had a global corporation who could come up with some kind of software 
after we figure out that every other option has failed because now we have no choice but to go with the biggest corporation in the world. I think you'll agree. I mean, it's obvious we must have this technology. We must have this if we're going to fight coronavirus, ladies and gentlemen. We have to have tracking of some kind. We have to have tracking apps on your phone. That's not a question anymore. Anybody who's against that is obviously some kind of (laughs) whacked out conspiracy theorist. So we know that. If only there was some kind of company making such an app. (laughs) If only that was the case. Please save us, corporation. Please save us, global conglomerate. Save us. We need help. We can't design a fucking thing. Currently, which rules out a quick British launch. This is a global challenge. That what we've done in really rigorously testing both our own COVID-19 app and the Google Apple version. Yeah, here it comes. You know, we've been rigorously testing. And our app seems to be failing, but lucky, we've been testing another app too, from the most trusted company on planet Earth, Google. Yay! Is demonstrate that none of them are working sufficiently well enough to actually be reliable to determine whether any of us should self-isolate for two weeks. That's true across the world. Really? The UK government says it's working with Google and Apple to address these challenges. In case you need a quick reminder, conservative government in the UK, Republican White House in the United States, conservative government in Australia. So they have all that in common. What else do they have in common? I hear you ask. Great question. Let me answer it. They are all working hand in glove with the biggest corporation on planet Earth, Google, in order to perfect the system they use to track your movements and whereabouts in relation to other people. Don't you feel safe? Don't you feel safe and secure, ladies and gents? Don't you feel fantastic about this? That's right. Conservative government in the UK. Conservative government in Australia. Republican government in the United States, all working very closely, their words, very closely with Google. We're working very closely with Google to make sure that we can roll this tracking software out to all of you as quickly as possible. (laughs) You see, you got Microsoft, you got Apple, you got Google, and you got Amazon. That looks like MAGA to me. Google is MAGA. Isn't it? deliciously grand but even if a technological solution is found mm. questions around the privacy of oh, data and a risk some concerns regulatory framework will no doubt persist as also why it took quite so long for yeah foggy in the chat saying liberal government in canada pushing this shit too that's exactly my point what's the difference that's my point exactly what is the difference You are being pushed from both sides to end up in the same shoebox. 
And it's a point that we've gone over on this show ad nauseum countless times. Is that it's just different methods for the same outcome. Some people want um, some people want to erase privacy. If some people want to use uh, facial recognition cameras, and I'll say it's to keep you safe from coronavirus, the other team turns around and says we want to use facial recognition cameras for law and order. You know, we want the Patriot Act so we can snuff out. We want mass surveillance so we can find out all of those racists in society. And the other team says, we want mass surveillance so we can find out all of those terrorists in society. What's the What happens? Doesn't matter who you vote for, you'll get mass surveillance. And one team, will, like the social tracking thing, right? I've used this example already before on the show. We've been on, we're no fucking greenhorn when it comes to this topic. We've been covering this for a couple of months now. So the social tracking software, about a month ago, a whole bunch of people, because we've talked, we've spoke about the protection meme. How do you get people to go along with something that they would otherwise be against? Well, you need to find, a, it's like wrapping up a turd in a box and putting a pretty bow on it. It's always wrapped up with something that looks nice. And then when you open the box and realize that it's just a pile of shit, it's too late. You own it now. So the gift wrapping is always important. So the social tracking apps, you know, everybody was like, oh no, fuck the social tracking apps. We don't want the social tracking apps. We don't trust it. We don't want the government to have like more access. We're not going to legalize this kind of stuff. Everyone was agreeing. And then when the riots started happening, I was watching conservative commentators around the block, right? I was watching these conservative commentators one after the other say, well, fucking thank God, we're going to catch all these riders now thanks to the social tracking apps. These riders are stupid. They don't understand. We can track their movements. We can track their whereabouts because we're watching where they go thanks to the fucking mobile phones. We love, now we love social tracking, right? Like within 24 hours, it changed. You know, a couple of years ago, Sean Hannity, that fucking idiot, would be sitting on his show going, we need, we need to make sure that the government doesn't have access to our private information. But now, because it suits, we need to give the government more access to our private information to make sure that we can catch the bad guys. <laughs> and everyone goes, yeah, it's my team. If my team does the bad thing, then it's a good thing. It doesn't matter what the issue is. doesn't matter what the issue is. The same people who criticised Barack Obama for bailing out the banks were giving Donald Trump a big fucking pat on the back for bailing out the airlines. Right? Garbage. Doesn't matter what the issue is. We're being attacked on all sides constantly to end up in the same shoebox... Whilst the people who are pushing us into the, uh, into the same shoebox are saying, hey, hey, look at the other team. It's their fault. They're the ones doing it. Don't blame us. Blame them. Vote for us. We're the good guys. They're the bad guys. Like you realize the people on the other side feel the exact same way about you that you do about them, right? Well, everything's your fault. And you're like, that's stupid. It's not our fault. It's their fault. And they're like, that's stupid. It's not our fault. It's their fault. Over and over and over and over and over again. That's why I've said as long as I've been live streaming, like, you know, in this space, 
and OG listeners to the show will remember. It's not me, the voter, versus you, the voter. It's us, the voters, versus them, the political class. That's the real fight. It's us versus politics. As soon as you get into me, the voter, versus you, the voter, you're just carving the pie. And you'll carve the pie and you're fighting over an inch when somebody else is taking the whole damn fucking bakery out of your hands. Fighting for scraps off the table while somebody else is roasting. A feast. Us the voters versus them the politicians. That's that's the game. The object shouldn't be to have my team come up with some kind of purely symbolic victory which only makes us end up in the same place either faster or slower. That shouldn't be the aim here. The aim should be to have us, the non-politicians, be able to exert influence over the politicians, to make them do what we want. That's what the game is in politics. If you think the game is clapping and cheering for a candidate so they can get in there and do what they want, you're missing the fucking point of democracy. The point is supposed to be, we tell you what to do it, do, you do it. You should fear us. Because we, the voters, have the final say, not you. So if it's like, we need to vote for this team no matter what, you're already losing. You're already losing the game. Because they know that. And all they they know, all they have to do is point to the other team and create a boogeyman for you, create a, create a demon for you to leer at, and then they've won. Because you, you're more focused about pointing fingers at the other people instead of po- pointing the finger where it belongs, and it's at that fucking politician's chest. That's where the finger needs to be pointed. By everyone, collectively. But I don't think anything's going to change, which is why I don't think that we're coming out of this. I don't think one day everybody's going to wake up to that reality. Don't get me wrong. I'm not selling fucking hope here. I think we're well past that point. We're done. There's not enough goodwill between the rulers and the ruled anymore. That ship has sailed. And if you think that just just uh, backing up your politician, regard if you just if you think I'm I'm a good patriot, I'm a good fucking freedom loving person in the free world because I just back up my team or I back up my favorite politician all the time, no matter what, and I don't fucking question them. Hey, stop stop bringing disunity into it, bro. Have you ever said something like that? Oh, stop being disun stop uh, promoting disunity by questioning the politician. You are failing at freedom. As a voter, it is your fucking responsibility to be sceptical. It is your responsibility to hold people to high standards. It's your responsibility to question everything even your favourite politician fucking does. Because the second you stop doing that, you lose. You are losing at the game of democracy and freedom. You're fucking it up. Because freedom and democracy can only exist in a system where people are sceptical all the time where they hold their feet to the fire all the time. Where they run an eye over everything these fuckers say and do and sign and vote for. Everything. 
That's the only time it works. If you think it's my job to just say what a great fucking guy this is without ever questioning and like, you know, because I don't want to be disloyal. I don't want to have disunity. Fuck unity. It's not about that. Because your unity is division. Your unity is me, the voter, versus those voters over there. That's not fucking unity. Unity would be all the voters versus the politicians. Figure it out. It's not fucking hard. That's what unity is. Figuring out that if we could all get on the same page as voters and understand that the politicians are the problem, then we might actually be able to force the politician's hand into stop fucking us over. But as long as we're, as long as we're not focused on that as the game, then pff, we're fucked. And like I said, we, I don't see it changing anytime soon, so we're fucked, <laughs> basically. Let's keep going with this. A couple more minutes. For this moment of reckoning for Whitehall's flagship app, once considered so central to its pandemic response, to come. Andy Davis reporting from the Isle of Wight, where we asked to speak to someone from the government, but for the 11th day in a row, no one was available. We also wanted to ask a question <laughs> of the... Down How perfect. I didn't know that was coming. How perfect is that? We've been wanting to speak to somebody from the government for almost two weeks now about the social tracking app and what's happening with it and why they're now working together with Google, but people just, they just gave us the finger and said, fuck you, we're not telling you. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. And a street press conference, but for the seventh time in a row, we were not granted that opportunity. Oh. Now, a short time ago, I spoke to the Conservative Chair of the Science and Technology Committee, Greg Clark, I began by asking him why it's taken three months for the app to be up. KB with a diamond, thank you so much for joining us. Well, it's taken a long time to to develop the uh, the technology and then to test it. Mm. Um, and other countries have been doing the same. Oh, like Singapore. I bet you he fucking mentioned Singapore. If he mentioned Singapore, we're ending the show. Um, and actually, many of them have come up with the same results oh really no yeah okay no mention of singapore Whew, good there's an awful lot of time to waste you know at this very crucial juncture isn't it well you say wasted there's no country that's really cracked this um china has <laughs> china has china figured it out <laughs> we're all copying china This pretending like no country has figured out how to have mass surveillance on an individual level. Well, China has. I guess we need to be more like them, huh? Singapore equals fun China. Foggy in the chat. <laughs> in Norway, for example, they've Norway. just withdrawn there. Yeah, in yeah. Singapore, the video which was one of the... There's Singapore, ladies and gentlemen. Ding, 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 ding. The front runners, they found that the take-up was very low. Um, so most countries have found that actually it's the human contact that is the the most effective the biggest problem uh is is public confidence are you going to accept a message to isolate yourself for two weeks on the basis of a message that comes through uh, an app it's a problem the biggest problem we have is too many people have fucking free will <laughs> <laughs> problem 
you can tell a lot from the metagame of like the, the words that these people choose to use in certain situations, right? You know, the biggest problem we have is people don't trust us enough. <laughs> oh, really? That's a problem? I would have thought that's a fucking thumbs up. You know, it seems we have a terrible problem here in the UK. It seems that most people don't trust a phone to tell them that they need to potentially lose their job by isolating for two weeks without seeing a doctor. <laughs> oh, wow, what a fucking tragedy. I'm amazed. <laughs> Channel 4 is news that is Channel 4 news is better than the BBC for pushing trust in the UK boogie. <laughs> They're up here now. <laughs> Very trustworthy, Channel 4. <laughs> um, and the experience. The biggest problem we have is people have this dastardly thing called free will. We, my committee was told. Uh, in my the, committee? I, I run a committee, don't you know? Haven't you heard? The Isle of Wight was that people actually wanted to speak to someone. They wanted to be oh. persuaded and wanted to be oh. convinced that this wasn't just a, really? uh, a kind of lich in the technology, that they wow. really had been exposed and ought to isolate. So what, how about how about those pesky humans wanting to talk to somebody with some kind of, you know, doctoral degree or some kind of expertise and take, you know, some kind of test physically in the real world instead of their phone telling them that they're sick? <laughs> with an app with a fucking text message ding hey by the way we're from the uh, coronavirus app it seems like you were on a train last week and someone on there was sick so we think you should stay home for two weeks bye <laughs> I'm, I'm amazed that people aren't convinced by that but what is it exactly convinced monica in a chat for public confidence what does it do to public confidence if the government changes its mind on crucial issues over crucial. and over again crucial well, on this, I think it is much better to to change its mind, to say not to roll out nationally mm. something which technically uh, is problematic. Problematic. He doesn't want to say doesn't work. <laughs> These people think in spin. He doesn't want to say it doesn't. We don't want to roll out something that doesn't work. He has to say we have to. We don't want to roll out something that is potentially problematic. Fucking! It never ends. The management speak from these assholes. Oh, you mean doesn't work? Is that what potentially problematic translates to in fuckhead politics? Politics speech? Is that what it is? It's potentially problematic. Oh, you mean is is a bucket of shit? That's what you mean. It's crap olded. <laughs> it's it it's fucked. It's foobar. That's what you mean, right? Potentially problematic. I think actually for a uh, for a for a government of any country to have the confidence to say, right, we're not going to proceed if it's not working, actually is is pretty standard in tech as it happens. Should we just don't worry? Our app's going to be bigger and better than everybody else's. <laughs> I hear Singapore is doing great things. The UK is doing great things, but we're working so much harder. You know, there's a constitutional problem. Some people have a problem with the Constitution, talking about privacy and stuff like that. But don't worry, our app's going to be bigger and better than everybody else's. Forget about the app altogether. Why not forget about the app altogether? Good question. I think it's worth, uh, from from what I see uh, and the uh, evidence uh, of the committee's... Uh, the evidence of the committee. Taken. The, the app can, or an app can uh, develop, can acquire useful data, <sighs> but it's probably best used 
to support uh, manual contact tracing. And would you have the confidence to say that even if this app or any other app doesn't work, right, that we can still carry on unlocking the lockdown and return to some degree of normality? Good question. Good question. Come on now. Uh, so the, the the assessment as to how we... Oh, he's fucking squirming. I've got to give credit to this guy. This is actually a good question. Okay, so just say that the app doesn't work. Can we still come out of lockdown? <laughs> because we've gone over... I had a whole bunch of other stories tonight from America, from the UK, from Australia, saying that they're now just openly pushing that we're going to have to lock everybody down again. Like report after report after report after fucking report. We're going to have to lock you down again. We're going to have to lock you down again. Like, for example, uh, here's a little teaser that I just had lined up but we didn't have time for. Coronavirus testing stations in Victoria are being stretched to the limit with thousands of residents lining up to get checked as authorities try to control the spike in cases. Premier Daniel Andrews has warned hotspot suburbs could be put back into lockdown if numbers don't fall. Right. So we're starting the rollout of the second round of lockdowns again. It actually started, to be fair, uh, you know, over a month ago. We covered, remember the video we covered on this show where they were saying they were making the ridiculous argument that bringing people out of lockdown is more dangerous than putting them in. And you ask the obvious question, but sir, if putting people, if bringing people out of lockdown is more dangerous than putting them in, why did we put them in lockdown in the first place? Because <laughs> they say, well, it's going to come back even worse now because we've been in lockdown. Just running the fucking scripts. And so now it's happening in America and the UK and here in Australia as well. They're starting, they're prepping the ground, they're chumming the fucking water to make sure that everybody's in the right place mentally when they start yanking that freedom back off you again. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. These people are metronomic. They are predictable like sunrise. They are unthinking hosts the lockdown and return to some degree of normality. Have a listen to the answer. I'm sure it's going to be uh, good. So the, the, the assessment as to how we uh, unlock the lockdown, uh, as it were, uh, was never and should never have been solely dependent on, uh, on the performance of an app, and I don't believe it should. But it's, it was uh, a large, that was a large part of it. You know, <laughs> Matt Hancock said this is a fundamental part of our strategy to ease the lockdown, yeah. and it's not worked. Well, I think with the benefit of hindsight, I think there was too much weight... Um, perhaps placed on a technological solution and perhaps really? insufficient on having a, uh, a network of, uh, of people that were doing the contact tracing. Right. Uh, that's important. But uh, Can we get an answer? Are we, excuse me, sorry. Are we going to get an answer out of you any time this week? Or should we come back maybe at a later time? Did you want time, a little bit of finger about it? Maybe masturbate a little bit and come back and tell us? There's a lot of verbal masturbation going on over there on that side of the camera. Do you think maybe you could probably perhaps, you know, finish up? Don't worry, you've got the watch on, don't you? We'll know if you wash your hands. So we'll know when you're finished masturbating over there. But just, you know, finish wanking it off. And then can you come back onto the screen and give us a fucking answer this time? You know, this week, perhaps, maybe? Or maybe sometime this year, maybe? Or... <laughs> the fuck is he talking about? Will this stop the uh, reversal of lockdowns? Yes or fucking no? Too much weight, um, 
that's placed on. Well, you see, the problem is that with the benefit of hindsight, we put too much effort into thinking about the app, and uh, uh, you know, we maybe put a little bit too much emphasis on the app, perhaps. And then, and then you know, the app itself is probably very good. I think it's a very good idea to have an app. You know, running around telling people when they come into contact with people too much. But maybe in hindsight, we probably, you know, need to pay more attention to maybe people or teams of people out there, experts out there who are doing the tracing themselves. Uh, sir, is this going to affect us coming out of economic lockdown any time this week or next month or whatever? Well, I think, you know, what we need to consider here is like all of the options. So, you know, particularly in the tech world, uh, it's probably wrong to roll something out that isn't performing. Aptly. I'm sorry, sir. Could you finish smash debate in? Could you finish pulling your little fucking pathetic little dick there and just come around with an answer any time this week, if you could, maybe, perhaps? Or you reckon you got that in you? On a technological solution and perhaps insufficient on having a uh, a network of uh, of people that were doing the contact tracing. Right. Uh, that's important. But so have been the other measures and the the the, the, the requirements Just never fucking to, ends. to never release ends. some of the, the lockdown uh, <laughs> has to come from the, the prevalence uh, of the, the disease in the, the country. But... <laughs> Look at this guy's face. <laughs> he says, what? Sir? Uh, sir? <laughs> okay. Sounds good. <laughs> Run out the clock, exactly. Look at this fucking guy. <laughs> what we're finding in this country, and actually around... <laughs> Henry St. George, Tucker, Bubba, Politics, Why the Chat. Um, well, you see, the synergy of the tracing computations and... Uh... <laughs> the world, including in the Asian countries that have done best. Yeah, they're like, Singapore, Singapore is so good. Our app's going to be so much better. You know, there's a constitutional problem, but we're working on it. Uh, is that human contacts, yep. uh, tracers, uh, mm. seem to be, yep. empirically, the most effective. Right. <laughs> Did you get an answer out of that? So is this going to affect us coming out of lockdown, sir? There's your answer. Right there. <laughs> Cigar in the chat. Just open the countries already. Jesus fucking Christ. No, come on now. Well, you think... Mr. Sagawa, that's a fair point, but have you considered that contact tracing is uh, best done with uh, humans and, you know, in the tech world, we don't want to roll out and we've got the computations and we need to ensure that, you know, maybe in hindsight that we didn't look too far into the future and put, maybe perhaps put a little bit too much emphasis on particular aspects of the tech community. But I think it's very important that we have an app, at least with an app, we'll be able to... Uh, you know, buttress and support the real-life teams that we're rolling out there of exports to do hand-to-hand, uh, -hand, you know, face-to-face -face tech trace, uh, contact tracing, you know, because you've got to consider all the options. Um, sir? <laughs> there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> With that, that brings us to the end of another edition of the Daily Boogie podcast. What a way to end it, too. With a whole, a whole, a whole fucking ton of mouth garbage from your elected officials. Remember, it's not me the voter versus you the voter. It's us the voters versus that fucking dickhead there. That fucking guy. <laughs> Who can't even give you a straight answer. So thank you for joining us. Um, I may be back in the next two days. I'm not sure. But if I am, it's going to be a surprise stream, either tomorrow night or Friday night. I, I'm not sure. I just have to see how things work out. And I've got a lot more stuff to go over with you. 
So thank you for joining us. Thank you to everybody who contributed tonight on DLive, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you to the donation uh, people on Streamlabs. Thank you so much for supporting the stream. If you'd like to become a full-time supporter, then head to patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting the subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you would like to talk about the computations and the need to uh, have distancing, it's a good app, but I don't think we should roll it out unless we have, like, you know, full... Oh, look at me. Oh. I'm rambling again. The Minister of Fun of the Great Micronation of Bugiestan has issued a decree. I will be hosting a birthday party for myself tomorrow night on D-Live. There you go. All citizens of Bugiestan are invited to join. There you go. All citizens of Bugiestan are invited to join the Minister of Fun, Kimmy, on her birthday stream tomorrow night. You didn't tell us the time. Today has been my birthday. Happy birthday, Kimmy. I should be glad. Everybody, happy birthday to our Minister of Fun. Why Censored? You can follow Kimmy Why Censored on DLive, DLive.tv slash Why Censored, I think, underscore Kimmy, or change the name now. I don't know. There'll be a tweet floating around out there. So people will share the tweet out. If you're following anybody, you'll find the tweet. And you're invited to Kimmy's birthday party, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I suspect tomorrow night, late on DLive. So happy birthday, Kimmy. Uh, follow Kimmy, by the way. Follow all of our friends. Winning TV, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. America, the Beard of Truth, UK, Neil. Uh, at Real Person PLTCS, who jumped in earlier, our old comrade from Trust to Verify, James. Uh, who else have we got? Joy of Pessy, ladies and gentlemen, JJ Stoner. Uh, Lois Ropez, tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Tonight, I don't know if there's a night wave or not. Everybody's favourite lover, lover of French women, Mersh. He may be back because he had Monday off. I'm not sure, but I don't know. I don't know. But follow him anyway, uh, Nightwave Radio here on DLive. And if you follow and share the link out and let people know that the guy should be a partner by now. <laughs> As a partner, I endorse this event or product for Nightwave Radio becoming part of the partnership team. Part of the partnership team here at DLive. I can say that shit now because I'm a sellout with a big tick. <laughs> so uh, support the shows that support us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow night at 6pm, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, after Revenge of the Sis. So until then, stay calm, stay rational. I'll open the chest right now. God bless, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>